0: How
1: I'll hate going out in the storm. Ho, ho, ho. Merry, Merry Christmas from the guys here at Neutral Wrestling. I am full of the festive joys and wonderments and alcohol and food. And equally festive is my good friend Dan. Dan, how are you? Merry Christmas.
2: Yeah, Merry Christmas to you. Merry Christmas to the listeners. Yep, just got back from Christmas shopping. So, yeah, expect a few controversial opinions. (laughs) <laughs> on Christmas shopping? No. Oh, Danny, oh my God. I, usually, by the way, to our listeners, we usually speak before the show. Danny, I've got to tell you this, right? Right. So I go Christmas shopping, right? So I go into Card Factory to try and get my mum a card. My mum, yeah, that's sort of like the main person you get a card for. In this day and age, nobody gets cards for each other, really, do they? Right? So I look, yeah, and I'm looking for mum, and I'm thinking, am I going crazy or is the no mum cards? And then I look, it says, to my two mums. Thought well, that's not good, and so I went and asked her, "Did you not have any mum Christmas cards?" And she just goes, "All the Christmas cards are over there." Thought, oh my god, seriously. So yeah, we're in twenty
1: nineteen.
2: I know we're in twenty nineteen. There's no Christmas cards for mums out there, but hey, if there's any lesbian mothers out there, you're sorted. You can get your Christmas cards. But yeah,
1: sort of sums up twenty nineteen for me, really. Anyway. Well, uh, I- I- indeed, I- it's uh, if you've got lesbian lesbian mothers, then that's great and fair play to you. Right, it More power to you. I've um, yeah, got plenty it's of it's cards cool. by this. Impressed you have anyway. Um, well, I have. Um, I've been get all sorted for Christmas now. Thankfully, everything's everything's done and uh, dusted. I've just got to pick up one thing which I pre-ordered tomorrow after work, and then my. Uh, my Christmas activities of boozing and being totally selfish uh, can can commence. Um, one thing that I have been noticing is that there's a lot less wrestling toys out. Lot, that seem to be in the... Uh, you know, like, years ago, you used to say there was always a big wrestling toy, whether it was one of the rings or whether it was, like, a new staging or something like that. And your mate is really into... Um, He's really into like collecting figures and stuff. He said there's just nothing new out this year, it's just the same old, same old. Um, what was your best Christmas present growing up? Uh,
2: I don't know. I'm trying to think of any boxing day victories North End might have had. Um, <laughs> uh, my, but I don't know. I remember when I was about seven, I, um, and there was like loads of presents, and I thought, what are all them? And they were all like these little, like, rectangle shaped squares. I thought, what are all them? They're all, like, the same. But it was a PlayStation, which I didn't know what it was at the time. So, obviously, they were all PlayStation games. So, I'd probably say PlayStation. You? Oh, fantastic.
1: Well, it, w- this is, without doubt, I mean, this is the, the one. was. And my poor mother had to, apparently, search here, there, and everywhere for it. They'd been searching for it since about October, and it was selling out. And it was the WCW um toy ring um which come complete with a thing you could jump the uh you can jump from off the top rope there was a ring bell at the side they used to you used to press and you could at the side of the ring you had cages you know like the old blue cage the wwf used to use yeah only these were red cages and it was just a brilliant. I have never, never, ever got so much use out of a toy than I did that. And it was the WCW ring. I later got WWF ring, but WCW was always my favourite. Um and all the, you know, all the all the toy figures, it was different back then. We didn't have any of this, any of this PlayStation, no mercy, and all this kind of stuff. It was fantastic. You used to run your little own storylines of Federation. But when I got that ring, that was that was the big thing. So it must have been about nineteen ninety one, um, maybe ninety two. Um, you know
2: I was expecting you to say. Well, I thought you were going to say back in our day, we'd just get an apple, we'd just get an orange, and that was it. That was and a, bit a bit
1: cold treat for us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, So have you been? A, have you been a good boy this Christmas for Father Christmas?
2: Uh, I I don't know. I, I won't be getting any presents anyway. I don't think. Um, no,
1: no. Well, not if you've seen uh, the neutral wrestling Twitter account. So you definitely won't be getting anything. And um, well, I'm, I'm not. Oh, you've you've annoyed everyone all year. To be fair, most of the time. All <laughs> oh, right. All
2: <no>, right. No. <laughs> well, I don't really like Christmas. Like, I'm really not religious. I'm sort of anti-religion. Um, I don't know. It's just I, I obviously I can't work at Christmas, so that costs me a week's wages.
1: So yeah, I don't really like Christmas. Well, I think you've got to. You just got to look at it uh, uh, as you it's time to spend with your friends and your family um and that's never a bad thing so Uh, try and look at it from that point of view i don't know Um, i see i see them every day (laughs) you you know what i mean you can't take joy it it must be different because um when you're older you don't get to see your friends as much or you don't get to see your family as much i think people drift apart over the years and you tend to uh you tend to get these good meetups uh, around Christmas. Yeah, but uh,
2: that's because you choose your friends, though, don't you? Do you know what I mean? So, like, you choose who, like, your friends with that you see throughout the year. The people that you don't see throughout the year are just, like, I don't know.
1: I don't know. But my best friend in Liverpool, David, I saw him on Saturday, and I couldn't tell you. It must have been maybe in two months since I seen him last. And, like, we live two minutes down the road from each other um people are busy you know people have got different things going on um so it's it, it, it's good anyway it's good to meet up and see what's going on see i
2: think that's my version of north end away days that's sort of when i like sort of like cg or whatever oh listen to this g right so i, I went to, to uh, see Amelia before yeah g yeah she comes down with a present opening a present i'm like why why are we giving her a present it's the 23rd she's like oh g g messaged me i was like for what he was like oh he, he wanted to uh get me a present i said well why didn't he just ask me i am his best mate he was like i don't know so i said yeah. gee i said why, why didn't you just message me he went oh, well i thought you would have told me not to bother and i really wanted to get a something, so i thought i best message her so oh, I thought
1: that's nice he got like an elsa costume oh that's but he's, he's
2: a good boy isn't he you know um that's that's really nice that not um
1: so, um... I hope he never has kids. I'll have to get them some it. Yeah, Yeah, it, it, that's a thing, isn't it? That's a thing. He'll have, he'll have millions of them as well, handsome bastards. Um
0: So, he moving on.
1: Kids. It is, and we'll, we'll move off Christmas very soon, but it is the season of goodwill to all men. Would you like to congratulate Liverpool on the World Cup victory, or should I?
2: I didn't even know it happened until, like, loads of people started tagging me and stuff on Facebook. <laughs> it, 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 it's not really, like, a thing, is it? Do you know what I mean? Like... It, I, didn't, I genuinely didn't even know he was playing on Saturday. Like, really? oh, you know me, I'd is... be the first to criticise it. I didn't even know. Let's, I don't even want to talk about this. It's meant to be. I messaged you 15 minutes ago saying you should be cheering me up and you're telling me Liverpool won the, world, the Mickey Mouse World Club Championship. Listen, the LDV Vans Trophy, the Football League Trophy is more important than that World Club nonsense. Who the hell are Flamengo?
1: Who, who well, are to, they? To be fair, one of the most historic clubs in South America.
2: What, in Brazil, where, like, they can't play football anymore, they just kick each other? Brazilian football's a lot of rubbish.
1: Right, OK. That's why, uh, that's
2: why as soon as there's a good player from Brazil, at the age of 20, they get on the first plane to Europe. Nobody watches Brazilian football.
1: It's rubbish. Apart from those Brazilians. They don't have anything else to watch, do they? No, no. You're going down the channel some routine, and I want to try and avoid that. So, we will <laughs> we'll be... We shall move on. Um, you shouldn't have brought Liverpool up. That was a bad idea. <laughs> well, no. Congratulations to them. Um, uh, Everton now basking the glory of Don Carlo. Mr Ancelotti is here now. He's going to rescue us. God only hopes. Um, made up of the, uh, with the signing. Um, North End, mate. North End. What's oh, Well, We're fourth in the league here. Yeah. Right.
2: We're fourth in the league. Actually, we might be fifth now. But whatever. We're like a point off. Right. So we're doing well, right? Yeah. So everyone's like, oh, they're doing really well. And I'm thinking, this team, the light, the light. They're all right, Danny. Do you know what I mean? They're no better than the team we've had the last few years, right? I don't know how so high in the league, right? Listen to this. We've not scored in open play away (laughs) from home since October the first. Right? Since October the 1st, we've played Reading, Charlton, Hull, QPR, Derby, Cardiff. That's seven away games. I've been to all seven of them, and we haven't scored in open play. Me and G were working it out. We've travelled like 1,500 miles since we've last seen a goal in open play. Do you, do you think you two might be the jinxers? Well, no, because we've got all the home games. We've got the best home record. We've Listen to this. We're the top scorers at home and the lowest scorers away in the league. And the uh, worst thing is, we play Leeds on Boxing Day, on Sky, uh, and I just actually,
1: know we're going to get hammered. Uh, well, there you go, there you go, because old Leeds. Um, right, mate. Um, let's talk about wrestling, anyway. Let's, so let's cheer up ourselves up, up properly. We'll Having Wiggins come back on the TV. Talk about wrestling. Um, we've got a lot to discuss, trying to get things through in the year. We're going to uh, try and hit on as many topics as we can. Um the first thing I think we've got to talk about is the biggest news in wrestling um and I think it was announced on on New Year's Eve last year wasn't it uh, or was it New Year's Day that AEW the, AW, the fo- foundation the formation of the company um it started it went through its founder its formation and it's hit our screens and it's had a huge impact uh on the on the landscape of professional wrestling where did you see when you first heard about it? Do you know where
2: I was, Danny? Yes, go on. <laughs> I could, y- y- think about the worst possible place you could be when you like hear an announcement. I was sat in a McDonald's in Rotherham. I'd gone to go and watch Rotherham against North End on New Year's Day like you say it's all nice to spend time with the family well I went (laughs) alone I went alone to Rotherham G didn't even come he was out for New Year's Eve I went alone on the supporters coach to Rotherham who were bottom of the league we got beat 2-1 and I was sat there and I thought what am I doing here what a bad way to start this year and yeah yeah Found out about it, but I think it had already sort of been leaked out on it beforehand. It had. That it was, it was going to, they'd done all the trademarking. Big Dave was it. leaking it everywhere, but yeah, it was. I don't know. Wrestling fans are idiots. They? I have all this stuff on Twitter this week. It's like they're just it. Do you know what I mean? It's it's the start of something. It's it's been all right. It's been good. There's been some negatives about
1: well, it, this. So. Is this is what I wanted to come on to when we first heard, um in terms of. Status and stature. Uh, what w- were you expecting it to be uh, as big as it is? Were you expecting it to be bigger, or is it just about what you were expecting it to be when you first heard? the start, When I you...
2: first heard about it, I just thought this was going to be like the super indies of all the super indies. Because if you think about it, we didn't have any television deals announced. All we knew there was this new company, the Young Bucks, Kenny Omega, Cody Rolls, Tony Khan. Yeah. So all we knew that they were going to do a show in Vegas. Do you know what I mean? They was going to try and do weekly... <laughs> sorry, I'm full of a call. Weekly television. But yeah, I think a year ago, it's been better than I thought it'd be. Look at like the viewers that they get. They're getting like, they're getting like what, seven hundred, eight hundred thousand 800,000 viewers a week, but they're also getting on top of that 600,000 to 700,000 DVR viewers.
1: So that's almost one and a half million. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, but from what I hear, anything between... 100 and 175,000 in the UK, which I found is absolutely phenomenal compared when you base that against the US market. I'm not sure that might be in Europe. I do apologize. That might be in Europe as a whole. Uh, But when you base that against the US market that's getting 700 or 800,000, it's still pretty big.
2: Yeah. I mean, Danny, look at it. I mean, they've only really. They've had three months of wrestling and then the four shows before that. So if you want to say they've had four months of wrestling, we've already had that great Dustin-Cody match. That was a classic match, probably one of my favourite matches from the year. We've had really good matches on TV every week. There's been good angles. But the problem is what I've found is, and I didn't expect it to be like this, it's like the fans don't want it to succeed they can't handle the fact that there's another company coming into it. And I just find it weird, because for 20 years, that's all you heard of. Oh, there needs to be there needs to be competition for WWE, and co- competitions come along, and wrestling fans just can't wait to shit on it. And I mean, me, I love to shit on things, yeah? And don't get me wrong, there's stuff you can criticise about it, but I just think the whole Dark Order do this segment last week, and all of a sudden... It, you know what I mean, AEW's dead, and then they bounce back with a sellout pay pay-per-view for February the day after, but wrestling fans are just... And the WWE fans as well,
1: they're just... They well, you it. see, there's a, there's a difference, and, and there's, there's different people spread throughout wrestling fandom. There's a lot of people who've only known WWE. Um, You know, that, that's... That's, that's it. me, though. That's me. I, yeah, it is. However, over the course of the last two, three years... You've started discovering more independent stuff. You've started discovering new Japan. You get to the point now where you watch a lot more new Japan than I do. I'm um, watching a lot more new Japan in January, but that didn't come to fruition. Yeah, <laughs> I hope you're not putting that on my doorstep because uh, you know, I'm this. To um, i
2: have tempted to go. I literally I looked at my bank balance before and I thought <laughs> I could probably just about do it, but um, I wouldn't trust,
1: trust you in Japan on your own. Um, but you know you you've experienced different things and you you you've looked outside. The casual American viewer um, just knows WWF, and I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. I mentioned to you that I would like to do three to six months where I watch nothing but WWE to see if it envelops me, if it if it. If if I become brand positive, if I become a fan of the brand, um, again, because I'm not watching anything else, uh, just to see the experience of it. So there's people like that who are always going to be WWE loyalists. And again, there's going to be a lot of people who are indie fans who are going to watch AEW, but they're not going to feel they haven't built up a loyal fan base just yet. They've still got loyalty to the likes of myself with ROH, um, you know. Since the explosion of the AEW, ROH has, and a lot yeah. of it's doing is gone down, gone downhill rapidly. Um, you know, there's there's um, there's a strained relationship with New Japan at the moment. A lot of people have fell back on New Japan and have become loyal to New Japan because it was the only outlet uh, for some of them um, for high level high level professional wrestling. Um that's not WWE. Um so
2: this whole loyalty thing though, Danny, yeah, it's not a football team, it's not your local team. I'm not loyal to WWE, AW New Japan. I find it like I don't know, like WWE don't care about you. Ring of Honor, sorry to say, don't care about you. AEW as much as they say they do. Really, probably when it comes down to it, don't really care about you. Yeah. So I don't get the whole loyalty to things. Not well, I'm not I mean you in general. I mean like, do you know
1: what I mean? People loyal to WWE is just weird. Well, here's the thing to think of. Like I, I I liken it to this. Um sometimes when I go out, I know what what I like to drink. Um and then every now and then I'll see something new that I haven't seen before, or I haven't tried before. I'll try <laughs> that. I'll always revert back to de- default. Um you know, w- w- when you pick what you drink, and I think that's that's the same in a lot of life. You do build brand loyalty um, with with a lot of different things. So they haven't had the loyal following you. I think they're starting to get it, and people are going back more and more. And I think there is people that just watch AEW, but there's a lot of people who watch AEW and NXT. That's me. Uh, yeah. Well, and and why not? Uh, I mean, let's be honest. With you. I, I've I've said previously that the, I, I I would want to watch it you want to watch as much as you can um, unfortunately I haven't had the time to do so uh, which is really really shite but what a year we're in now where these two brands you've got WWE who are firing off the big viewers for the main shows which let's be honest at this point there's got loyal viewers and a lot of uh, younger fans that are going to be watching. In America, you've got a lot of uh, older fans that will only watch WWE, which is the way it had the demographics work. But, you know, different people watch different things. Let's all get along. Let's all enjoy it. Let's all love it. Yeah. I think you when you've got, Danny, you've got...
2: Uh, you, you've not watched much of it, have you? You've got at the moment where, from this time last year, yeah, I would be... I, I always feel like the start of every new year... I'd think, right, I'm going to watch Raw and SmackDown, start to finish. I'm not going to skip the segments I'm not interested in. Oh and that would be me. I that many years ago. I, I'd always think I'll try and do that. And then you, I'd, I'd sit and watch the full shows, right? But for years, I'd watch these full shows. And I'd think, like that sign said that time, are you even trying? And it's like, it's not must-see television. Raw and SmackDown, yeah? For years was basically the only weekly television that really felt like it mattered for me anyway, right? And now you've got AEW that's come in that, yeah, it's not great. A lot of it's really good, but they're making mistakes. Yeah, you've got NXT, which, you know me, I wasn't a big NXT fan when everyone was like licking its ass. But I think it's great now. I think NXT is more like what I thought AEW was going to be, where it was just wrestling, 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 really good like stories and stuff. I think NXT, NXT and AEW are the two shows to watch. And for me, now Raw and SmackDown is literally... A year ago, I'd try and watch it live, yeah? If I couldn't yeah. watch it live, I'd this, this, I'd like try and wake up early before work to watch it, yeah? Or I'd make sure that I watched it that night. Now we're at the stage where I, I've probably not watched Raw SmackDown for weeks. And it's like... It, everything's just changed in this last year I feel with stuff like that Like I don't need to watch Raw and Smackdown now I can just watch the pay-per-views I still love watching the WWE pay-per-views but my weekly viewing is now AEW and NXT it is a shame they're both on the same night though because by the time I've watched one I'm sort of drained watching the second one but you need to try and I think you should just pick one Danny just pick one like NXT well, I'm tra- try and watch I'm tra-
1: that I'm trying to watch both and I'm trying to watch highlights of both if I can't watch both um, unfortunately, the last two weeks I haven't watched anything. Uh, it's just been too much, too much of a busy time, and there's very little that I have watched other than other than football. Um,
2: football, no. shite! I'm sorry, Danny. Right, I, I've tr- I keep trying, every now and then I think right, I'll watch a Premier League game, and I'm watching him. I don't know, you're a Premier League team, and we're not, right? This V, I know you like VAR, but the the, the second half of that Spurs Chelsea game. I was just watching, I thought, it's just people trying to get other people sent off. Every corner that's being taken, people are trying to win a penalty. It was honestly, I watched that second half of Spurs-Chelsea and I thought, I don't think I need to watch this anymore. I was a bit sad when it finished. I thought, wow, Premier League football is just not what it was when I was growing up in the early 2000s, late 90s. I just feel like the game's gone. It's gone. And it's creeping into our level as
1: well. But... Uh, the thing is with that, people have been saying the exact same thing for years um, and it just keeps getting more and more profitable, it keeps getting more and more popular um, but what I will say is the thing with VAR I will always say, I want the right yeah. decision made yeah. and as long as they're making the right decision, that's fine but the, the time needs to be shortened um, and it's got to be a clear and obvious thing. You look at the World Cup we didn't have the delays that we've been having in the Premier League. Um the, the, You know, the, the in the World Cup, it was there was a decision made. It was, the referee was called over, looked at the screen, made a decision. Game carries on. Now you, you, we we've waited for one decision, which was watched twenty six times at Goodison Park, which was a clear handball, wasn't given, and the game carried on, and that that's just unacceptable. Um But. Teething problems. Hopefully, it'll work out and get keep got, getting better and better and better. But obviously, that's not what we're here to talk about. Now, what we are At here least to...
2: wrestling's in a better state than football. I'll
1: well, give you... there you go. There you go. Well, we'll agree on that. But um, what I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you a little bit of time to um, to actually think about this. I want you to think of your favorite young or new performer that's come through in the meantime. Um, I'm going to be letting you know about a friend of ours who's putting on a wrestling show. Um, it's Catch Pro Wrestling, and they're running the Great British Heritage Tournament. It's going to be in the Union in Manchester on the 26th of January, and it's just before the Royal Rumble. 5 p.m. doors, 6 p.m. bell time. Um, Ethan Allen and Luke Jacobs, the Young Guns, are on to Face, Jodie Fleisch and Johnny Storm. And they are holding the Great British Heritage Tournament, it's Curtis Chapman, Big Guns Joe, who I've seen a few times, uh, Charles Crowley, Rob Sharp, Spike Trevey, Joe Nelson, Rob Lynch and Chuck Mambo, um, amongst others. It's going to be a really good night and it's in the Manchester Mets Uni, um, the, the the Union, and that's 21, higher Cambridge Street in Manchester. Really good venue and people can go and watch the Rumble afterwards. So, Dan, what are you, uh, what are you thinking on your favourite young performer of this year? I don't really know Danny I I'm not really one for favourite
2: wrestlers I, 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 I don't even know how old he is but I'd say my favourite performer to watch who this time last year I I'd only seen little bits here and there of I think Ray Phoenix is probably one of my favourites to actually watch in a match, if there's a Ray Phoenix match I'm going to enjoy it but
1: Fantastic. Yeah, I'm not so I mean... sure
2: about like newcomers or young I mean you've got Trying to think this, who is the that's like young? I don't think anyone's really like risen. I'll well, tell you what, Jay White, Jay White, this time last year, I thought Jay White was rubbish. And I think he's had a
1: phenomenal year. I I completely agree from what I've seen of him. He looks absolutely fantastic. When I talk about young, I mean, people who are newer to the business, maybe to the big, big stage. No, and I think what- the one. One that absolutely killed it for me, and seeing him at many WrestleMania and Evolve shows, MJF on the mic, absolutely uh-huh. spectacular, spectacular. That boy is going to make a big name, um, and I think he can wrestle as well. He's not just uh, on the mic; he can still, he can, he still. Obviously, he's going to get better and better as he gets older, but he can talk people into that building. He's funny. He's he can make you angry and upset. He can just do everything on that mic. Loves love to see him. I love it every time he has a bit of airtime. So that's mine. Right.
2: Yeah, I know what you mean. i tell you what, something else that just come into my head, speaking of newcomers, do you remember when we was at that Fight Club Pro show in May and we watched Jake, was it Jake Atlas was his name? Do you remember we watched Jake I Atlas so, against yeah. Travis Banks, I think it was, and we was like, oh, he looks pretty good. Do you know what I mean? And you, I don't think you'd heard of him.
1: No, and, I haven't.
2: Yeah, well, he's, uh, I think he's just been signed by WWE. I might be wrong, but I'm sure I read that he's been signed by WWE. Apparently, had, obviously, Bowler um, has only just been released, but apparently he was like the star of Bowler this year. So Yeah,
1: okay. Man, I, okay
2: well, I tell you one thing that I'm itching to talk about, Donnie. Right? Mm. I can't believe we've not had a podcast about it. Right, it, to me it's one of the biggest stories of this year How many times have we spoke about the man And we've never actually done a show discussing this Not that I know of You know what I'm going to say Da da da, da da Look at mine You know, I'm CM Punk Can you imagine What
1: were you, tiny, what were you singing tiny... then? What's...
2: I don't know, what is it? Look at mine, what do you see? That one, the cult
1: of personality, yeah, it's cult of personality. I've got a cold. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've got a cold to be fair. Um, so the horrible stench that is CM Punk, um, is back in the wrestling world. I have got really, really shitty on this, and you know, you know, I have. Um, if he's going to come back, he needs to come back, if he wasn't going to come back, he needs to not come back. Um, I'm I don't know why he cast such a shadow anymore. Um he was great during his time, he decided to stop doing it. Um at first I wished him well. And then these this bitterness and these shots that he was constantly taking, not just WWE but wrestling in general. It's it, it got too much for me. I just got to the point where I just don't care anymore. Um if I was to hear his music and it was jump up on Royal Rumble. I make get a, a twitch of emotion and you never know where things go from there. But I certainly wouldn't be celebrating in the way I would be a year or two years ago.
2: Yeah, I know what you mean. I just can't believe that he came back for this. I, out of, if there was one person, yeah, that you'd hear for years, wouldn't you? Oh, know? they always go back. They always go back. Yeah, and I think, I thought, well, with CM Punk, he might be the one guy stubborn enough to not go back and I, if you'd have told us... Imagine, Danny, at the start of this year. You know, when you were doing predictions for next year. I'd have said to you, CM Punk will be on a talk show discussing and analysing WWE segments. I'd have been like, there's absolutely no chance. There's They're getting 100,000 viewers. Literally, his, his stock was so high, Danny, in the summer, yeah, even before that. His stock was so high, he was like wanted, everyone sort of like wanted him in AEW. Wrestling fans were itching for him to come back. He could have demanded big money off WWE, off AEW, and he's just come back to do this show on Fox. And it's like, you've basically slagged off wrestling and wrestling fans for years, just to come crawling back. And a part, it's tough, it's like a part of me loves him, a part of me just can't believe him. If that makes sense. But yeah. I think- the thing is, you know, when you said, like, it was just like, at the time he was, like, big. What it was, wrestling, let's be honest, well, WWE was pretty terrible back in 2010, 2011. It's been probably better than it is now, like, but he was the one bit of hope. Oh, I don't
1: know about that. That's man. what it was.
2: Oh, come on, WWE was. What? You think WWE's better now than it was then? I'm not
1: talking about WWE. I'm talking about wrestling as a
2: whole. Uh, I, I was just I was just sat there with my WWE phone, hand my collector's cup, watching raw. So I, I didn't even know what New Japan or Old Japan was at the time. So yeah. So man, you was big into Ring of Honor then, weren't you?
1: Yeah, I was. I was loving Ring of I was. Uh, I was loving a lot of different things at that point. But it, it is, as I say, it was different. What what always pissed me off is. He was our guy. Yeah, the people, the people who were into Ring of Honor that watched him, um, the, the 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 followed his talent through through the Indies up to OVW. I remember we used to be able to get OVW streaming um, on the website um, back in the day, and you'd see him against Brent Albright. They had a fantastic feud in Ohio Valley Wrestling. Um, yeah, you you would see this all this this good stuff. And then he'd come out. He was presented well. Paul Heyman in the ECW presented him well. He was the next big. And it just went through elsewhere. You were just saying, this guy is our guy. He's our guy and he's going to do it. And he did it. And he did it with a panache and a, a, a cocky arrogance when he made Vince McMahon apologise on live TV. And you'd say things like, well, oh, fucking hell, the first time you heard the words, when you sat there and he said, about uh, Colt Cabana uh, uh, breaking the fourth wall. Uh, maybe I'll go and defend this title in Ring of Honor or in New Japan Pro Wrestling. This was all brand new. And when he made Vince McMahon apologize, you will apologize to these talented people. You'll apologize to Colt Cabana. You'll apologize to Luke Gallows. You'll apologize. And this was like, you'd never seen it was groundbreaking. And it was groundbreaking the stuff that he did in r o h with the first summer of punk as well, and you want you so wanted him to succeed, and then you so wanted him to do well in m m a and he didn't because he, he tried, but he's an old guy, he's broken down with injuries, and then he comes back and you want him to come back to be that guy to be that torch bearer. and he comes back, and I'm sure he thinks in his smart ass little way. That he's booking the system or fucking WWE. They're paying me whatever X amounts of money per year. I'm not even in their ring. I'm just talking about their product. And I don't have to even say nice things about it on Twitter. When John Morrison said he was coming back, face the best athletes in the world, and he said Will lost is in New Japan. And I agree, Will Osprey is fantastic. But you're now representing WWE, you're now representing a channel that is... Not cool anymore. WWE. Yeah, it's... It, he's, um, he's... he's I think he's letting me and a lot of fans down, but, you know, I'm sure he doesn't care.
2: I've got one, right, so that's basically our view on CM Punk. I want to ask you about this, Danny, right? And I've been thinking about it a lot recently. So, Daniel Bryan, yeah, has been amazing the last few months in WWE, right? Yes. You know, he just had some matches and you just like... Like, his match with Adam Cole, that was... I don't know. Did you ever watch that or not? It was the main event of SmackDown when NXT invaded SmackDown. No, it didn't. No. Right. And it was like... It was just like Daniel Bryan from 10 years ago, yeah? Amazing. He got the best match you'll ever see. The Fiend character. What a load of shit that character is, by the way. The Fiend character have... Oh, don't even get me started on that fiend character. I'm sick of all sick of all these idiots on Twitter who are like, oh, it's great, it's great. No, it's not. Anyway, right? Daniel I Bryan. The theme character. Shut up, Danny. Right. Why? Do you know what? I will never forgive Brie Bella for this. I think I put this on Twitter. Imagine if Daniel Bryan had have left last September when his contract was up and gone to New Japan. He's so wasted in WWE Danny what has he done this year he's been in a feud with what The Miz he had he had a great match at Wrestlemania to be fair and then yeah. after that he basically did not. all I can think of this year Daniel Bryan great match at Wrestlemania really good match of eight with um, Adam Cole and that's it I'm thinking if he could have just been if he'd have just left WWE we could have just had him for one year in New Japan imagine him against Okada Tanahashi Ibushi Do you know what I mean? Shingo, Suzuki, some of those matches that we're not going to get.
1: It just... It makes me sad. It's I mean, I think we, we would have got those matches, but now he's got a family, I don't think he'll want to commit as much time. Even if he'd had a family with someone else, I just don't think he's the type of person who wants to commit that much time away and that far away from his family. It's it it's it's shit it's not it's not great um i was very
0: was
1: positive about <laughs> um, well i i was very positive a few years ago uh maybe maybe even just over 18 months ago that we would see more um that we would see more w- w- talents working with different companies you know, we saw it with ROH in New Japan and um you even saw Liger turn up on WWE TV or on NXT. Um and I was honestly thinking there would be more co-promoting, there would be more spots. You saw Kenta go over, go back over to when he was um when he was still in WWE as a day with army, you saw him go back to Noah. Um all these things were happening. Um and I honestly thought as the time goes on, ticks on, we might see more co-working, especially between New Japan and WWE. Unfortunately, the business is closing ranks again now because there's a new boy in town, um, and everyone's being quite protective. So, hopefully, those barriers are going to have to be broke down again because we would like to see it. I remember watching um, Bobby Eaton and Arn Anderson turn up in ECW, um, from WCW and. It was just great to see there was there was there was different talent swaps going on there. It, hopefully, we can see something like I'd like to see something like that happen again. In fact, two thousand and twenty—that is one thing I'd really like to see a little bit more in the way of co-promoting between companies.
2: Mm, I think you never know—you might see it. I think WWE's enemy now is AEW. I think if. Do you know what I mean? You, you, WWE probably team up with most people except AEW or companies affiliated with AEW. But I think if you listen to Joe and Jericho did that podcast and he said that he pitched to Vince that he is the New Japan Intercontinental, the WGP Intercontinental Champion, would face um, Seth at SummerSlam and Vince would just not have any of it. I think then, do you know what I mean? That sort of says Vince's views on... Do you know what I mean? New Japan and companies like that. But, yeah. That's right. Yeah. Uh,
1: that's, that's, I mean, let's not forget it was Regal and Triple H, the brought Fuck in.
2: Fuck Regal. Yeah, fuck Regal. The man who is part of killing UK wrestling. With his NXT UK bollocks. That's all I am de- I don't even want to talk about NXT UK. Let's leave that for... Let's just leave it. Um, <laughs> but, yeah. So, Danny, what was your other good memories from the year 2019 in wrestling. What about wrestlemania seems like ages ago now we still need to do a show on that by the way
1: so i think it would probably be best to do that on the build up to wrestlemania uh, this this coming year um yeah it, the, the, well there's lots of things um there's first and foremost the, the what i will always remember i was thinking about this before is um yeah, it was great. AEW come on the scene, these shocking things happened. Um, Moxley, that promo video was great. Two great promo videos where he was escaping prison and then the Death Rider stuff in New Japan. Um, Awesome. Some of the best vignettes I've seen in years. Um, I'll go on to matches more specifically. Uh, I think we, we should probably just concentrate on our top couple of matches in a bit. But in specific memories... I always look at the times I've spent at wrestling with my friends and these fantastic people who I've met, whether it's with yourself in New York getting comments, being told not to go to Central Park because it's shit and it's just a muddy field with no ducks, a duck pond and no ducks, um, about one of the most iconic places in the world. Um, That's fantastic. Whether it's walking down the street in New York, and bumping in to people you know from wrestling in New York. Amazing stuff. A weekend with you and Neil and Tebs and um and uh, and Chris and you know watching watching wrestling. Um whether it was the following week and it was the following two weeks later when I went back down to London to Ali, Ali Pally and the um the natural progression series with Matty, and Matty got drunk and started abusing people, uh, abusing hipsters on the um, in Camden. Um, wonderful memories made with friends all while watching really, really good wrestling. Um, these, these the the thing that I always remember always remember. I'm coming back from WrestleMania at this point. I still have not been working. I'd come out of work before WrestleMania, and it was Bank Holiday weekend and Super Strong Style was on, and I really wanted to go there. All my friends were there, and I got I said, come and stay in my hotel room, I've got a spare bed there. And I literally got the night bus down there, got to bed, 6 o'clock, woke up at 9, and 6 o'clock in the morning, got up at 9 in the morning, went and spent a full day on the Isle watching the last day of Super Strong Style. Loads of good friends, loads of good people, and then coming back. Experiences. That I'll remember for a long, long time I might not necessarily remember all the matches Because you know what my memory's like But they're my most favourite, favourite times Um, You know, I got to go and experience um, Something I saw as as like an eight and nine year old In terms of Madison Square Garden And I got to see my favourite company Or my, you know, ROH At Madison Square Garden uh, something that WCW didn't do something that fucking nobody had done other than WWE the place where John Lennon played his final gig, the place where Bruno sold out 187 times boxing, whatever you want history that's happened in that building and I was there and it felt special and it felt even better to do it with friends so I know I've gone on a little bit there and I've got a bit romantic but it's what it brings out in me and it really is my most favourite of memories
2: yeah, it's true, is it? That that for me, while you were talking, about what was my probably favourite? It was MSG that night. That it was something special. I know, like the show didn't really get many plaudits, did it? Coming out of it, but for me, that was my most. That was the most memorable wrestling experience of the year. MSG, what an amazing place that is to watch wrestling. And it, do you know one of the main reasons? Is? Yeah, it's not all new and fancy and. Do you know what I mean? With like no, not, it's, much, not much leg room.
1: You, it's you, not great as you're walking into the place up them stairs. You can feel the history you, you, as you walk in. It's like when you walk into when I say when I walk into Goodison Park, you can feel the history of what's around you. And I think that is exactly the same in Madison Square Garden. Um and also I've just got to mention as well to see completely unexpectedly the pearl of the audience. Um you, you, the uh, the green mooter come out totally unexpected it was a huge thing for me as a, an old-school big WCW fan. Um, so that was another great thing as well. I just wanted to throw that in there. You're going to see him close up,
2: Nick, in a few months, aren't you? At, uh, yes, we At Joey
1: Janela's spring break. Yeah, looking forward to that, man. Looking forward. So what about you? What, what were your highlights of the year for you in wrestling? Uh, well, I... It
2: started, I went to see him go and see a great NXT UK show in Blackpool. Um, no, it was, it was that takeover was good. It was a good show live. Do you know what I mean? There was loads of pissed up Scottish people treating Joe Coffee winning as if it was like their one chance to win a World Cup or even the great Scottish. or even getting a World Cup. I know, yeah, he was, he was. He was like, I was like, they were, what was it? whoa, we've got Joe Coffee. That's all I heard for the entire night. <laughs> And then I was buzzing with that. Are you watching Vince McMahon chant? And then, uh, so yeah, I thought, wow, it's all right, this NXT UK. And then I made the mistake of going to the tapings the following evening, which will forever be the worst wrestling show I have ever been to. And I just thought, nah, I'm not. UK wrestling is not dying. So WWE can put on this watered-down Bollocks, which is exactly what it is. I've still not watched the second takeover show. To me, I'm sorry, but if you support NXT UK, you're a prick. But um, yeah, I enjoyed um, rest, the WrestleMania weekend this year. Was I, I didn't really like New York that much. Um, but I think that's because I'm WrestleMania weekend. To me, it's about like sun. And like, go, Do you know what I mean? It was just, it wasn't, it didn't feel like WrestleMania as much as the past ones have. But New York was never going to follow New Orleans as a place.
1: Um, uh, I, I mean, it's so busy, New, New York. and uh, It's like London on steroids. It, it, I mean, there was bits that I, I really enjoyed going to the fussy. Really enjoyed oh, that, was great. that. Was a great day that weren't it? When we went to go yeah. and
2: watch the uh football and then uh the MSG show, that was the without doubt that we watched Leeds get beat to Birmingham in the morning. When G, I mean, <laughs> do you remember when G spilled Neil's pint on him? <laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs> so it was, it was that, that was great, but I do know what you mean. I, the, you, I, I think this is one of the reasons why I really was getting that I, I wanted to go to Tampa because sun it's relaxed it's chilled you're gonna go there and doing things at a different pace new york 100 miles an hour um new New orleans not like that orlando not like that tampa's not going to be like that um so yeah i'm really looking forward to the spontaneity of
2: booking that as well was excellent (laughs) we was literally sat there i was messaging you saying well. I, I was like at this point it was like coming to my head, Well we're probably not gonna end up going to Japan. And I thought, Well, I'm I'm not I'm not going to WrestleMania, then if I can't go to Japan, I was proper throwing me dummy out. And then uh, <laughs> I think I think you Oh, Wigan nearly scored. Um and then you messaged me saying uh, you do know the flights are only 290 someone who was it? Someone said, Oh, you do know the flights are only two hundred and ninety quid and I was like
1: yeah.
2: what? you who messaged me that.
1: Yeah, it was it was me I I, I said um because as I say, my, my I think at this point we had just got back into work and it was uh, payments, to, you know, a, a debt that had built up through not working and other stuff. So I, I was like, and sure, I think it was I don't know if it was Sean or somebody had just told me that it was um, it was like two hundred and eighty quid for the uh, for flights, um, and, I, and I think it wasn't much longer after that we booked them was.
2: No, no, I think we booked it on the Monday. Um, But I remember just being sat there, you messaged me, and I said, right, let's go then. And about an hour before, I literally said, there's no chance I'm going to WrestleMania. There's, no chance, there's no chance. And then I messaged G, who, like, I never thought he'd go back to WrestleMania. I was like, G, you're not going to believe this. He said flights to Tampa are only 290 quid. But I wasn't even asking him to come. I was just saying, can't believe the flights are <laughs> only 290 quid. He went, well, I can probably get you 200 by Monday if you can lend me the other 90. And I yeah. thought... Oh, for God's sake. So <laughs> I said, I think we're going. And then Monday, it was all booked. And then the weirdest thing was, I was sat there while I was talking to you, and I just flipped over and put UFC on. And it was it, the Amelie Arena in Texas. Yeah, and that was right. the sign, like, yeah, got to go. I think we just beat Barnsley 5-1 that day, so that was a great day. Um, but yeah, so yeah, so we're going to WrestleMania. Are, are you still a bit gutted about not going to Japan? It sort of sunk into me that we're not going, so I'm not too fussed now.
1: Yeah, I think... I think when I watch um, when I watch Wrestle Kingdom it'll sink in Um, I I, I think that it'll probably be like we could be there Uh, but at the same time I had the feeling that Tokyo was going to be very much like New York again 100 miles an hour there's going to be the cultural difference which which, which I kind of look forward to in some respects Um, I do want to go I I do want to go over there and experience it um I think if this year is successful with the two nights, I think it will carry on over two nights. Um and it will become more and more open to overseas visitors because it has got a lot better than it used to be. So the, the possibility in the in the future is there for there for me to do it. But yeah, I, I've kind of accepted I'm absolutely made up and going to mania. Um not because of mania, but because of the whole week leading up to it. the Indies, the everyone taking over a, a, a town and just wrestling shirts everywhere. That's what I'm looking forward to, and spending time with good people as well.
2: Yeah, that would be great. I'm, I'm excited for time, but it's weird though because it's like it's just creeping up. It's not once you get to January, you're on, you're on like as WWE say, the roll to the
1: Royal Rumble.
2: It'll come around quick.
1: Well, I'm, I'm. I'll tell you what, mate, I am working like a bastard because I've got to get them sales figures up because I need to hit that fucking bonus in February to make sure that I'm uh, I'm living it good out there. So yeah, um, keep them working hard, and hopefully things will fall into place. Um, but we need to uh, talk about some matches before we before we carry on any further, mate. I've got a top five here that are sort of had a look at throughout the day been trying to remind myself of the the better matches that we've saw it's been really hard to narrow it down to a top five right well I've you you don't use grapple do you I've signed up to it but I don't use
2: it I've rated every match from this year yeah you know that I've watched on this and it's great Danny you can click on the filter and you can have a look at your highest rated matches from top to bottom well Joe was telling me this brilliant
1: He's been doing. He's been doing the same as yourself. He's been keeping up with it and stuff. Um, but I've. Uh, it, it took me a lot to whittle it down to five. So have, have you got the yours on your grapple app ready to go? I have now in front of me. They're pretty much oh. I can remember the top three anyway. <clears throat> but okay, do you want us? Do you, should we stay I'll tell you what. Should we start from the bottom? We'll do one each. Okay. Um, I'll start with mine. Um, number five. Um, on the list uh, is one. And out. I know you'll be glad to hear this. It's Volta versus Tyler Bates NXT Takeover Cardiff. Did um, watch it? Won't I watch know. it. And your fifth, I think Blackburn have got a penalty. Oh well, that's good. That's good.
2: No, it's not, because we don't... Have, no, we're, it's we're ahead terrible, of them, absolutely that, terrible. My fifth, so hang on, let me have a look. See, it's not actually put them in, like, do you know what I mean, in an order, but...
1: Uh, up your game, grab a
2: No, well, it has in an order, but re- Stone Cold versus The Rocks, number three, from WrestleMania 17, because <laughs> I, I clicked that at five stars when I watched it the other <laughs> week. So it doesn't actually do it in order, but I'm just I'll looking. tell you what that felt like years ago. There's one from 2018 there. Hang on, this should be all right. Right, so at, f- at number five, I am going to do, I'm going to be honest but it, it, might be a bit biased from live bias, number five, I'm going with Carter versus Jay White, main event of MSG, um, I loved it live, loved it when I watched it back, other people I've seen have gone 4, 4.25, but for me, I loved it, one of my favourite matches of the year, it was amazing to be there live for an IWGP heavyweight title change, and yeah, I just love the match, love the day, yeah.
1: I think there is definitely a live bias. Um, oh, totally. Of this because, you know, you felt it and stuff. And going on... Is that your on, way of
2: telling me you were secretly there live at Tyler Bate versus Walter? Did you lie to me? Yes,
1: that's exactly right. Actually, that I would have been a miracle I was sat next to I will not, I, to I will not lie, lie to you to tell you that I don't think that NXT UK has killed British wrestling. I don't think that anyone who watches NXT is a prick. So... I'll be upfront and honest with you and say that. Um, uh, Two but... points.
2: PC. Oh, oh sorry. Oh, sorry, there's about five minutes left, and I really don't want Blackburn to win. <laughs> My next door neighbour's really nice, though. He's a Blackburn fan, but. You still heckle him, though, don't you? Uh, I don't know, but they were twelve points behind us when we beat them three two the other mo- like six weeks ago. And if they was that, win-
1: when, that, was that when you were looking for him? You were actually looking out your windows to see if he was coming out so you could abuse him. Sorry if you're listening, but um, you,
2: you're not. But um, yeah, and now if they win this game, they're only a point behind us, and we play them at Blackburn
1: in three weeks. Oh, that'll be a good day out, mate. That'll be a good day out. Well, we go on to number four. Um, I've been talking about the live bias before. And for me, it is Kazuchika Okada versus Minoru Suzuki, Royal Quest, fourth top match, absolutely brilliant. Um, The hits that were hit in this match, oh my Christ, it actually hurt to watch. So for me, Royal Quest, Okada versus Suzuki, we had great seats, sat next to each other, and that was number four on my list, mate.
2: Right, well, I've got two matches at number four. Two? Maybe even three. (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) I'm sorry. Right, but so number four, Cody versus Dustin. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
2: And Suzuki versus Okada. They're my number four. I couldn't not have them in the top five, but they were just above the Okada-Jay White match for me. So, yeah, those two. Cody, Dustin was... I think probably in five years, it might be the most memorable. When you think of matches from this year, I think that might be just purely because it was on, do you know what I mean? Such a big show, such a big historical show. And they had that match. I think that might be the most memorable match from this year. When you look back in 10 years, it might not be the best, but it was the most memorable. So Cody Dustin. Yeah. And yeah, obviously no, like Carter Suzuki.
1: That's right. I mean, in a three for me, and um, we're, we're we're starting to overlap here, now, mate. Um, number three for me again: live bias, Okada versus Jay White, G One Supercard, Madison Square Garden, all of those things, and more than anything, the fact that Okada, i seen the I W G P title change hands in Madison Square Garden, and go into the one of the greatest wrestlers alive, in Kazuchika Okada made it very special, and Jay White put in a hell of a performance there, because you were still at the, the, the point of not really liking him, and even you said, this is, you know, th- th- he was fantastic. Um, so that is number three for me, in my list. There was a difference, weren't there? When
2: you watched that match live, it was on a different level to the matches I'm used to seeing live. Like, even like the, say, like, know, Daniel Bryan versus Kofi Kingston, the next night was a great match, but yeah. The just the little things from Okada and JY in that match, seeing it live was just on another level uh, probably, as I say, I think it's one of the best the best match I've seen live Um but yeah, so, that, so that's your what
1: was that, that's your number three number, number
2: three, three, you had two and number four yeah, well I'm I'm doing a top three now, but I'm going to give some honourable mentions at the end of the top five so me, number three, I hope you've watched it Danny, I'm not sure if you have yet um Number 3 is Jordan Devlin versus David Starr from the 5th anniversary show from OTT. T. Um just yes. an un- unbelievable match. Um it was like John Cena versus CM Punk but better. Um the atmosphere, I don't think I've ever seen an atmosphere quite like that for a wrestling match. Everything was just perfect. The video package at the start was, I was perfect.
1: Just about to say that, yeah.
2: Yeah, um, David Starr's entrance music just fit perfectly. The song, I still listen to the song. When I put my Spotify playlist on at the gym, that song is right up there. Um, I can't think who sings it now. The uh, Touch Myself. Uh, what? No, it's Marilyn Monroe, I think. Four, uh, four Rusted Horses. Ah, uh, right, okay. Yeah, so yeah, that's number three for me. Great match. You've not seen it, you need to go and see it. It no, is I, I, eight. No, I just meant for anyone listening. Ah,
1: oh, okay, yeah.
2: So, did you like it a lot as well?
1: I did, but I'll be honest with you, it escaped my um, it escaped my attention for the top five. I think it was going to have to be one of my honourable mentions because it was an absolutely fantastic match. Fucking um, Tyler Bate. Well, Tyler Bate was a really good match. Don't matter. The fact that you, you haven't seen it speaks volumes. Um, you can't really comment on it. Um, oh. So... There you go. Um, number two... Oh. Sorry. Have you just have you just come? I've <laughs> been just like practically oh, in the, the night first minute. I thought talking to me was making you all excited. No. All right. So, number two for me, um, best of the Super Juniors, Will Ospreay versus Shingo Takagi. What a match this was. I uh, thoroughly enjoyed it. Out of all the Osprey matches, the we're on, and there were so many to choose from this year. There's absolutely uh, unbelievable. This was my number two of the year. Will Osprey versus Shingo Takagi.
2: You've got me interested in what you've gone with as number one now. Um, but my number two was G1 Corracan Hall, Will Ospreay versus. Kachuca Kachuca <laughs> oh, fuck it versus sorry the call versus Okada Carter <laughs> versus Will Osprey was just I, I loved it I would have preferred it if Osprey had won but they're going for the long term story I think of Will Ospreay ever beat Okada and when he does eventually do it in four or five years three years it will be even bigger but just a great match it helped that it was in and Hall I remember watching it I think on a Saturday morning a Sunday morning back in the summer pre-season, and uh, yeah, it was just an amazing, amazing... I remember sat there after it finished thinking, what did I just watch? That was amazing. So yeah, Okada, Osprey, G1.
1: I think, you, you know, uh, Hiroshi Tanahashi, Hiroshi Tanahashi has always been the ace of New Japan Pro Wrestling. Um, Kazuchika Okada is up there as a wonderful, wonderful champion. But that ace thing that they talk about, they talked about Kenta being the ace of Noah before he come over, um, and that ace um, gimmick, if you will, or uh, title, um, I think is going to Will Ospreay in the future. I think Will Ospreay is going to become the new ace of New Japan Pro Wrestling because he loves it. He loves it there, and you're going to see more and more of him and uh, a card at the top of the card.
2: Yeah, I don't know. Do you reckon we'll go with a gay what, what do they call engagements or whatever?
1: Yeah, I think it, they've done it with Kenny Omega. they had a not a bad experience, but it certainly wasn't uh great in terms of longevity. Um, so yeah, I, I can say because he, he adores New Japan, you so did Kenny Omega, but he was a boy from DDC first, you know, and yeah. all the other smaller promotions. Will Ospreay, not so much, he's. He wants to be a New Japan. He wants to be proud and make that company bigger. Now, I want to go on to my number one now. Um, it has already come out. You've uh, mentioned it. Um, and for me, the one most memorable match that's going to stick out this year, double or nothing, Cody versus Dustin. The build-up to this match and the talk about, quote, K- killing the face. attitude era. Well, quote biblical verse, first it was the prodigal son and talking about Dusty and the things that we've brought me from when I was a fan of Dusty all along to, the, to, to Dust and to Cody and this new company via the WWE and this new outbreak in promotion in the spirit of the father. Um, coupled with Dustin's, what we thought was going to be his retirement at the time then at the end, fantastic match, never seen, the amount of blood that come out of Dustin was unbelievable, the fact that Dustin was in a main event, and, well, it wasn't, it, it seemed like a main event, but when he stood up after that match, and Cody's music had gone, the whole crowd were just looking at Dustin, applauding, and I, everyone who watched Dustin from an early age knew how good he was, and it was great for him to actually show that, and He then bent down, as as with collegiate amateur wrestlers, when they're going to retire, they leave so about leaving everything in the ring. And he started untying his boots, and that was when Cody come in. That's why all the commentators were so upset, and that's why they were all JR was crying legitimately because they thought they were seeing Dustin retire, and you know then Cody comes back in the ring and. It was just, for me, it was something a bit special. It wasn't, it might not have been the greatest worked match that you could ever have, but it was a pure big fight main event feel with a lot of emotion in And that's why, for me, it's uh, it's top of the pile for 2019. Right, so, yeah, I can see why you chose that. As I said, I
2: think it was the most memorable match of the year. Um. Mine. No, you've already mentioned it. You put it in second place. Shingo, Osprey, best of the Super Juniors final. Awesome. Um, probably, probably the third best match I've ever seen. Um, behind Okada Omega One and Okada Omega Four. Uh, yeah, I just thought it was just, it was amazing, wasn't it? That match, like. Yeah. Well, like, it was the it, for me. It was the best wrestled match of this year. Might not have had, but I thought the story behind it was good. Because if you remember, I think Takagi had won every match. Annie. He, he, he was block.
1: undefeated at that point.
2: Yeah. yeah, he got he gone undefeated. Osprey, I think did Osprey like lose the first two or something, and then come back and win the next. It was something along those lines that they both yeah. they were just the head of their blocks, weren't it? And then to me, and they just had that great match. Um, it was just. It was unbelievable. Nil nil. Blackburn Wigan. Great result. Um, but great yeah, yourself. yeah. Hey, listen to this, Danny. Right. Sorry to interrupt the match of the year, but there's been three live Championship games on this weekend, yeah? on Sky. Cardiff yeah. nil. Preston nil. Sheffield Wednesday one. Bristol City nil. And Blackburn nil. Wigan nil. That's <laughs> one watch. goal in three games. Should watch the Premier League. Shouldn't you? you? watch the <laughs> Premier League? At least yeah, you get a few um... penalties. Um, but yeah, back to that. It was the that was really. I suppose if you look at it. As a show, I think our match of the year is probably to Cargi Osprey because you went second, I went first, and for Cody and Dustin, I said fourth and you yeah. said first. So they're probably our top two matches of the year. Um, but yeah, so have you got any honourable mentions or not? Yeah, I've
1: I've got a few actually. I won't go into detail on each. Yeah, just, um, just again, stop. it's off it's off the top of my head. Um, I think it was um takeover I can't remember which one but it was um Adam Cole versus Johnny Gargano. I think it was TakeOver 25 um NXT. Um not the two out of three Falls one in New York, the other one. Um also uh Tanahashi versus Omega at Wrestle Kingdom 13, uh very, very far back in the year. But that was another one. I really, really, really enjoyed um, Moxley versus Ishii.
0: Yes, um, I have
1: that. And I think the other one that I had done, sorry mate, I'm just going through all my notes here, I do apologise. Um, oh, it was um, Double or Nothing, um, the, uh, the Young Bucks versus uh, uh, the, the Lucha Bros. Um, again, another fantastic match that I really, really enjoyed. Yeah,
2: that was a great match, weren't it? Um just looking at mine. Um Ricochet Johnny Gargano from the first takeover of the year. Did you yes. say that one?
1: Did you say that no, one? No, no, no. It was um it, it was Cole versus Gargano for me. But uh, yeah, to be honest with you, I completely forgot about that match. That was another great match.
2: That was a great match. Um what else have I got? Let's have a look at this. Tanahashi Osprey in the G one, where Osprey went over Tanahashi. That was a great match. Um, yes a match that nobody mentions. I'm looking at Grapple and it's only got an average of 4.15 and I've given it five stars. And I love this match it was on that Adam called Johnny Gargano takeover uh, in June. Was it like the fifth year anniversary take or something like that? Um, 20, it was the, it was,
1: yeah. What was it? It was, they called it 25th. It was the 25. 25th. yeah, that was well, it. It was 25th takeover, but it was the fifth. I think it was the fifth year of uh, takeovers. Right, yeah. Well, the opener of that match the shot was
2: about 18 minutes and it was Matt Riddle against Roderick Strong. And I loved that match. I feel like it didn't get enough praise. The two of my favourite, probably maybe biased to the two of my favourite wrestlers to watch, but I thought they had a great, a great match and nobody seems to mention it. Um, other ones, what else we got here?
1: Can I just uh, say one, sorry, that it just reminded me, um, and nobody else will probably say this, but it was just such a fun match. You're Um, going to say what I'm about to say, I think. Let's see. I was going to say Lance Archer versus Uh, Will Ospreay. First day of the G1 Climax. Oh, great match. Half-empty fucking um, thing in the stadium. I think it was in Texas. Um, And it was such a good match. And it was just like Lance Archer coming out and being a bit more like him. It was just great. It was was such a hard-hitting, fantastic match. Yeah, yeah that, that was a great match. I enjoyed Okada
2: Tanahashi that um, the main event that was good from that show. Yes. It wasn't one of the best matches, but it was just great seeing it in front of an American crowd. But um, a few, a few more, and all that. I'm not going to go into detail. Like you was there live for this one, Danny, and I wasn't. Minoru Suzuki versus Josh Barnett. I gave that four point seven five. Yeah, I bet that yeah, was great. It
1: was, live.
2: it was. I mean, yeah. I, I don't. I don't know.
1: Um, it, that was, I, I look at that as a niche. Do you know what I mean? A niche within a niche within a niche. I, love and I, I loved it, but I don't know how many other people would love it. Um, Kento Miyahara versus Okabayashi from
2: Champion <laughs> Carnival Day 16. Yeah. I got that, it was a great match. Um, like you've already said, the Lucha Brothers are all out. And yeah, some of my top, some great matches this year. Where we didn't quite have that old Carder Omega match, but I don't think
1: we ever will. No, I mean that's yeah, that's special, isn't it? It it, it really is. Um, you know, the, um, uh, the, the the there is. I mean, there's one or two more. There was. Um, I enjoyed
2: Osprey versus um, Bandido on the main event of the Super Show in New York. That was a great match as well. Yes, it. yes,
1: it was. It was. I managed to get around to seeing them. The other one I was going to say was, um, and again, maybe not to everyone's taste, um, but it was the the um, New Japan Anniversary Show, and it was Taji Ishimori versus Jushin Thunder Liger. Yeah, that was good. It was a really fun match makes it even
2: more weird why they've not given Liger a singles match at Wrestle Kingdom. So you can clearly still go,
1: because that was a great match. That was only February yeah. or March, it's, maybe. I don't know. Well, but what you look at is you look at these um, look at these matches that we've put forward, and we spoke about this before. All five matches from both of us have been one-on-one singles competitions.
2: Yeah. Uh, i say tell you what I'm surprised you've not mentioned. Mm. Jay Lethal versus Matt Taven, that one-hour classic. I thought he was gonna, I thought you was gonna throw it in on me.
1: <laughs> it was, it was no, it was oh, good. Um, again, unfortunately, we'll, ROH is just—it's gone into um, some of the stuff they do in the ring. could still be really, really good. Um, I haven't brought myself around um, to watching um, Glory by Honor. Um, final, Battle about um, Battle, um, yes. Um, I probably will, um, but it's it's just dep- it's really de- it is depressing. Um, and I think obviously a lot of uh, there's a lot wrong with the company at the moment. And I hope I, I really hope it can be righted. I, I the thing is with Ring of Honor, I don't expect it to be challenged in WWE. I never have. It was always just this little company that used to put on fantastic shows and have one or two really good storylines that used to run throughout. Do you know what I mean? So you'd only only have the storylines at the top of the card and everything else just flowed. Um, I really, really hope we can get back to that. I don't know whether it will. And again, something we haven't mentioned, but it's been really, really popular with a lot of people and really, really successful getting a lot of applause. It's um NWA. This power TV series seems to be really, really connecting with people. Yeah. I've, I watched the first three or four and then
2: it's just two. I can't watch it. I, I found Danny. I reached my summit where I'm watching that much um, wrestling. I just thought I'd, I'm watching. It. I'm thinking I don't actually want to watch this. I, I'm, I'm into. I've been watching a lot of Top Boy and a lot of Power recently, and I'm thinking I'd sooner watch that. So I'm not going to force myself to watch the wrestling just because I feel like I have to. So,
1: yeah. yeah, no, I totally agree. I totally agree.
2: Well, imagine if NWA had come along about five years ago. You know, when there wasn't really much else. You know, like <laughs> television wrestling to watch. Yeah,
1: I would have watched that every week the day it came out. Yeah, it is. I mean, Dave Marquez has been doing uh, has been doing studio wrestling in American TV for years. Um, Championship wrestling from Hollywood um, has been uh, it it, it, on their local channels has been a staple. It's been doing it for years. and it never really took off. It's supposed to have to take somebody with the profile of Corgan, the, the skills of David Lagana to actually get that kicked in and get eyes on the product. Um, so it, it, it's all good, uh, more rested, more choice, the better. Um, but what a year we've again we've had. Uh, there's so much choice. We talk about we can't watch as much wrestling as is coming out and I mean i just got no chance to smack down and roar, I'll catch NXT I'll catch Dynamite, I'll always catch the, try and catch the pay-per-views as much as I can but there's just so much choice out there at the moment it's absolutely fantastic my next show is going to be unboxing um, at the ballroom uh, progress, chapter 100 Jimus Mormon's last show I'm hoping we're going to see a surprise appearance from Marty Scale um, fingers crossed um, no chance there's a good possibility there's a very good possibility um, he's not under contract with anyone at the moment he's freelancing still with Ring of Honor um, and he's been with a few other companies been with in NWA and with it being Smallman's last show with him not being under contract with him possibly coming home to see people for Christmas might not be a bad shout um so I'm gonna leave it there. What's your next show, mate? Is it WrestleMania weekend?
2: Yeah, I can't be I UK wrestling's dead, so I'm not gonna be going to any shows. Really um dead. take take yeah, it's dead. Uh it's, no, it's it's not. it's not it's not dead, but like it's not like it was. Do you know what I mean? I don't there's not there's not anything where it's like, oh you need to go and see that show. I was only living through it for about a year anyway, so whatever like take over, take over literally. I could probably walk to where takeover is from my house in about two hours, and I will not be going. there's no chance I literally I'd sooner I might even say what I'd sooner do because I'll have to edit it out but um yeah I, there's no chance I won't be going to the takeover in Blackpool. no chance. Blackpool away
1: the day before you're not I- going. My tickets for Super Strong Style 16 have already been paid for. My accommodations. No, I
2: don't. I don't. Fine, go go to that. But do you know what I mean? I mean, NXT UK is just progress. But they'll probably refund you on them tickets. They'll be dead by April. (laughs) You
1: fucking dickhead! (laughs) What with that weirdo
2: on Twitter running him? What's he called? That guy who like can't handle anything. Is he called the guy who like kicks off?
1: Yeah. Flipping act. The guy who kicks off and everything says you and your Twitter feed. Anyway, um, we're going to start slowing this it's down. The the year. What if you want anything for your wrestling Christmas presents? What do you want to see in wrestling world in 2020? I don't
2: know. I'm not really forced. Uh, what?
1: What do I want from 2020? What do you? What, what if you could have pick a present for the wrestling world? Um, something you want to see more of, or something you want to see less of, or someone you want to see in a particular company? What would it be? Uh, it
2: would either be Daniel Bryan leaves WWE, or Vince McMahon. I won't say that Vince McMahon leaves WWE. One of them two. I want either Daniel Bryan to leave WWE or Vince McMahon to leave WWE. That would be the greatest thing that could happen for the wrestling business in twenty.
1: The nicest thing you could have said there was. ...for Triple H to take over full control of WWE. Um, But yeah, I I get where you're coming from. Um, For me, from probably a little bit more of a... I hope you don't mind me saying so, but a realistic point of view... ...I want to see what we spoke about before, more cross-promotion. It'll start from a small pebble, and it could be today... ...we've heard Hiroshi Tanahashi talking about facing Jericho... um, and maybe opening the door to future appearances in AEW. I'd love to see some partnership with AEW. Yeah, in, uh, yeah that, that's, that should have been my
2: answer, Danny. We need AEW um, and New Japan need to team up. That's what needs to happen. If you said to me this time next year, the only thing that will happen in wrestling is those two will team up, I'd say, yeah,
1: that's uh, what my, we need. my big thing is I want to see a resurgence of Ring of Honor back to the promotion and the, the thing that I love. And it can be on a much smaller basis. One of the fantastic things that they have been doing over the course of the last couple of months is bringing in wrestlers from Mexico. Wrestlers we don't see. Caristico was one of them. Rolador Jr., who, although is very famous, we don't get to see from a UK, a stroke US point of view. Um, You've seen Rush come in. You've seen Bandido. Keep building on that. Keep building on those sorts of things. Build new characters and hopefully a better creative direction in the future. And uh, I would really like to see ROH just keep going under the better thing. But they're my two, two Christmas presents. I'm going to
2: fire 10 questions, some questions at you, Danny, right? I, just want you to, I want you to answer yes or no. Will Ring of Honor still be in business this time next year?
1: Undoubtedly, yes.
2: Will you be going to WrestleMania...
1: 37. I would say more yes than no.
2: Will we see Marty Skull in the WWE ring next yes. year? Yes. Ooh, really? Yeah. Will you be going to progress his big show in September? Yes. Will Carlo Ancelotti still be Everton manager this time next year? Yes. Will Leeds still be in the championship this time next year?
1: <laughs> no.
2: Yeah, I agree, I agree. Uh, a big final question. Will the world end on the day that Liverpool lift the trophy? <sighs> <laughs> it won't. Work. I'm past coffee. I feel like they've already won it, me. Yeah. I, I, I thought I'd be more bothered. I don't really care i blocked blocked anyone who is associated, <laughs> likes, except my uncle Adam, everyone who likes, supports Liverpool, he's just blocked off social media. So it's like I don't even see him anymore. Although I was on the way, When I was on the way back from Cardiff and it came up, Adam has tagged you in a Facebook post, Liverpool champions of the world. I thought, for God's sake. I thought, what's that all about? Because I didn't even know it was happening.
1: Have I heard some kind of vicious rumour about you and a photograph that was taken? When you were very young. Oh, what well, a flipping... Out, what in Liverpool top, yes.
2: yeah. I rebelled against that. I was basically given Liverpool shirts and I came out the other side. <laughs> I was well,
1: a big What I would like to see next year is I would like to see Everton versus Preston in the Premiership. Um, I <laughs> hope to God... I hope to God he's do it and I hope he's do it through the playoffs so it's even more exciting when you get your day off day out to Wembley. Um because I'd love to see it and let's be honest, one of the biggest most historic well, one of the most historic teams in the country that have never been in the premiership. So let's get it done. Come on. Preston. You need to start scoring in open play away <laughs> yeah. from home pretty soon. Listen is any ten. more? You- is there, is there any more you want to add before we go? Who's your wrestler of the year?
2: Come on, just say his name. He used to be a famous king of England, I think.
1: Does he? Hem- Babin Corbin? <laughs> no. No. Um, um, my wrestler of the year is... Oh, so he's a prince, not a king. What am I on about? Anyway, go on. I really don't know where this is going. Prince um, William. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well I right, okay. Um, I've got to say rest of the year again is um, Prince William Prince William Osprey. Um it was between him and Akada for me. Um but I think Akada just remains on that plateau of being fantastic where Osprey just keeps getting better and better and better. Um, which is absolutely scary. Yeah,
2: unbelievable. Will Ospreay, without a doubt. Anyway, Danny, it's been a long time. I'm going to wish you a Merry Christmas. All our listeners a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. We'll be back in 2020 to cover. The good news is we're going to be covering Wrestle Kingdom. The bad news is it's going (laughs) to be from our living rooms.
1: (laughs) Uh, Yeah, and again, um, health, peace, prosperity um, in 2020. And have a great Christmas, all, and really, really enjoy your time with your families and make the most of
2: it. Do you want to? I've just thought it's the end of the decade. We should have really done like a match of the decade, but uh, it's an hour and 23 minutes now. So,
1: yeah, I'm ready to go, Danny. Have a good Christmas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Match of the decade Walter versus Tyler Bates, NXT. (laughs) Okay, take over Cardiff.
0: (laughs) Merry Christmas, everyone. Merry Christmas. drunk tank An old man said to me Won't see another one And then I sang a song The rare old mountain Jew I turned my face away And dreamed about you God I Came in to one. I've got a feeling this year is for me and you. So happy Christmas. I love you, baby. I can see a better time when all are dreams. You promised me Broadway was waiting for me You were handsome, you were pretty queen of New York City. when, when the band, band finished playing, playing. They held up so the more Sinatra was swinging, all the drums they were singing the we, we, we kissed on a the corner, corner, then danced through, through the night The boys the of the Envoy, Pini Coil, were singing Going by, And the bells were ringing out for Christmas Day, day. That you scumbag, you maggot Chit-chit, lousy faggot Happy Christmas, you're all got it God it's our love The boys in the are morning, baby Go out still singing Go away, right, babe And the bells are ringing out, ringing out For Christmas Day I could have been someone well, so could anyone You took my dreams from me When I first found you I kept them with me, babe I put them with my own Can't make it all alone i built my dreams around you The boys in the M.I.P.D. chorus The singing, go away, babe